0: Is it keto? Yes, it is. 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 I'm playing. <laughs> I just wanted to start it off different. Yeah. Welcome back, Keto 911 Connoisseurs. It's your boy Daniel Sells coming at you live and in action. Boom, 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 Sorry to keep y'all waiting. It's been a busy work week. Doing a lot of this, uh, what is it called, hashtag adulting. So now that I've kept you all in suspense and I have noticed, oh man, I got to thank y'all. Um, I checked how many listens I had and for the first time I had over 50 listens on the last episode. So give it up for yourself. Thank you all for the support. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for listening. Love it, love it, love it. Put a period on it. Love it. So this is the finale, 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 finale of the three-part series, 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 series. On well, how to build your plate, plate, plate. <laughs> this is the final episode for the series, three-part series on how to build your keto plates. This is the meat sounds so dirty when you say it like that <laughs> but it is the meat the protein the good old animal parts that you like to have so jumping right on in all right we're gonna go back on over to good old dr Berg's keto for beginners all right so you can go ahead look it up drberg.com all right everybody there you know and some people in church say, you know, say amen when you get it. <laughs> well, we're not going to do that. So we're going to look at protein. We're going to look at the meats. All right. You can also get proteins out of vegetables. We've already had the vegetable section, but let's talk about actual meat. All right. So as it says for the... Um, Per Dr. Berg's website, moderate protein. And I quote, organic, grass-fed, unprocessed meats, pasture-raised eggs, and wild-caught fish are perfect for this diet. The fattier types of fish you need to recommend it to help you stay in ketosis. an important note is that the leaner the protein is, the more the more it'll elevate your insulin, thus preventing ketosis. And remember, this is a moderate protein diet, which you may have heard stories of people going crazy eating bunless cheeseburgers they want. While on a low-carb diet, eating too much protein—listen here—too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Will result in some of the protein being converted to glucose and booting you out of ketosis. You only need three to six ounces of protein per meal, and maybe a bit more if your metabolism is faster. You're, if you're exercising or a large person, you know, bigger—not necessarily heavy-set, but you know, six-two, six-three, six-four, six-five, six-six, six-seven borderline shackish almost Yao Ming you may need to have you know you don't need to worry about counting the grams you have to think about your proportions and relate in relation to your size it can be a little bit complicated when it comes to that so just six, three to six ounces to start off three to six ounces that's actually a decent size I may do eight ounces if I go crazy on vegetables and uh, if I go crazy on vegetables and um, a little bit on fats so instead of just going into like just saying you know grass-fed meats and all the other stuff like that let's actually go over some approved proteins all right we're going to do that so I'm just going to just throw out a whole bunch of stuff here all right run with me run with me like Bocahontas in the wild. Just run with me. Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? Alligator. Beef. Bison. Chicken. Deer. Duck. Elk. Goat. Goose. Kangaroo. Lamb. Moose. Pheasant. Pork. Quail. Rabbit. Reindeer. Sheep. Turkey. And veal. Alright. These right there have fattier por- parts of the meat like ribeye and pork belly as well as organs. Organ meats like heart, kidney, liver, tongue, and tripe. Cured meats such as sausages, deli meat, hot dogs, pepperoni, salami, and bacon are usually acceptable, but always check the ingredients. Now, that's just your heavy proteins, your red, your red meats and um, a couple of white meats as far as um, birds are concerned. Now, fish, they're a meat. They're packed with nutrients and a great source of protein. In many instances, they're very, very lean proteins not very heavy on fats so if you're eating fish always make sure that you have a good fat source there like cheese or sour cream or um, cream cheese um, always buy wild caught fish if available wild caught fish people you have to be careful with buying processed foods we're going to touch on this in just a minute now side note I did listen to my last episode, and I want to apologize now. Your boy was tired. I'm, I'm sorry. I was tired. I did not give you the same love and enthusiasm that I give you every other episode, but here it is, full in effect, just for you. So, moving on, rewind, back to fish. Always buy wild wild caught fish if available. So now, some of the best fish you can get. Anchovies, bass, cod, eel, technically not a fish, uh, flounder, grouper, haddock, halibut, herring, mackerel, my, my, orange, ruffy, perch, red snapper, rockfish, salmon, salmon, love salmon, sardines, sole, tilapia. Oh, okay, I, I'm sorry. I know they put tilapia on this list. Take tilapia off. It's a, it's a man made produced fish, it has no health benefits whatsoever none scratch off tilapia people don't eat the fish all right don't eat that fish trout eat trout definitely eat tuna tuna is a very very lean protein zero very very low in fat very very lean protein and turbot. now shellfish shellfish are nutrient dense low carb and they are high in fat. Shellfish and crustaceans are a mainstay on the keto diet food list. That that includes caviar, clams, crab, lobster, mussels, oysters, shrimp scallops, and squid. Put them in the shellfish area. Cause those that I know that's a huge list. Um that's a quite dense list when it comes to that particular realm of meat but you have so many different types of meat you gotta have the protein okay you gotta have your protein now as dr. Berg uh, states it on his site you want to break down everything uh, I don't know if I've, uh, I'm pretty sure I believe I talked about it but this is how your plate has to be bro- broken down per dr. Berg it says 70% of your plate needs to be fat that can either be cheese Cream cheese, sour cream, um, fatty, you know, fat in some of the foods like mm, bacon. I'm sorry I said it like that. No, I'm not. Bacon. Bacon is like a um, happy strip of crunchy goodness that just goes with anything. You can even put bacon with ice cream. That's how magical it is. Um, But 70% fat, 20% protein. 5% 5% non-starchy vegetable carbs now that's not saying that you're just only eating 5% of veggies nope you can go crazy on the veggies if you want a big kale salad or baby spinach salad go crazy on it but just 5% vegetable carbs and 5% quote-unquote with a finger on other other <laughs> other carbs alright now um they different sites do break it down differently. Okay. Uh tastofhome.com says 70% fats, 25% protein, and 5% carbohydrates. See, it took that other little 5% of other stuff and threw it in with the protein. Alright. So kind of take that as you will. You can adjust it. But you're looking at your primary fats okay but i did say something that was key definitely a key area you gotta look at what you're buying you gotta look at what you're buying all the food that's out there you know all the different meats that are out there are not all good meats like seriously they're, they're, they're really not all good meats. And you have to really, 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 really take the time and look at what you have. Now, I'm not taking away anything. If you're on a budget, you know, those low-income family households, raising hand for myself, you know, you may not be able to get something more lean, great, echelon value consumption meat. you just got to get what you get but you need to understand what is in everything that you're buying you know you see chicken breasts that are as big as your child's head you know you gotta know for a fact they've added some hormones Whew, excuse me sorry for yawning it's still late. It's about eleven thirty at night. It's probably normal time for getting being up. Um, they add hormones to it. You know, growth hormones, antibiotics. Now think about it. You know, out there in the wild and in nature, humans get <laughs> out there in the wild in nature, humans get that's a great way to start this segment. Out in the wild in nature, humans get flu vaccines, you get flu vaccines, you get a vaccine for polio, rubella, smallpox. There's no f- vaccine for COVID, no matter how much, some people of the Cheeto coalition may want you to think that there's a, f- a vaccine coming out. There's there's not gonna be one that's gonna be safe that comes out for COVID. But, you know, those vaccines are there to keep, to keep our bodies healthy and to help our bodies fight to prevent sickness and illness disease and such forth and such on but the thing about it is humans are at the top of the food chain so there's nothing really just eating us outside of mosquitoes from time to time and bacteria that is on our skin and everything else what the, sweet dreams with that with that thought process so nothing really just eats us to where we have to worry about the well-being of our consumers or better yet sharks or mountain lions Gosh, I'm going down different rabbit holes here. Focus. So we have to look at what we eat. You know, what our food eats is vegetables, grass, leaves, bark, bugs. Well, you know, they eat those things. So in the best situation, we want our food to have the normal things in it. Now, when you inject animals with GMO, genetically modified stuff, hormones and antibiotics, those are meant to keep the animals, they're said alive. Now, you have to think about it. Why would they inject these things with hormones and antibiotics and all this other stuff? And they also inject them. The reason why they inject them with hormones is because they want to rapidly grow their food source. If y'all have seen the movie uh, Supersize Me, you know he came out. He, he he talked about the McDonald's industry and fast foods. We'll get we're we're gonna get to that in another episode. I really really want to talk about fast foods in depth. And the second supersize me movie the same guy he had made a second movie to where he was talking about going to fast food himself with the chicken business and he you got a chance to see and there was another movie called food incorporated something like that to where you see the you see the animals being injected with hormones from a young age you know hormones vaccines and everything to keep the animals safe but they're in these horrible conditions Chickens who are, who never see the light of day in these huge, massive chicken coops. And in East Texas, you can see them all over the place. And they're being bred to be grown faster and bigger and heavier so that way they can provide more meat to the consumer. Now, I remember when I was younger and I went to Kentucky Fried Chicken. You know, don't hate me because everybody's eating at KFC once or twice or 50 times in their life them little chicken drumsticks weren't that big. Now if you took now if you look at a drumstick or a thigh or a wing now, it looks like the rock's shoulder. The sucker's ridiculously huge. I've never seen a chicken breast as big as, you know, you know, the phantom you know, like a huge big old boulder. They're huge. That's not natural because they're injected with horrible chemicals and stuff like that to make the consumer to, to make the product big for the consumer. That's why when you go to Walmart, you know, you can see a huge, big old yellow styrofoam covered chicken pieces that are have um, breasts in them. Like about eight or nine big old breasts for like $4. Why are they so cheap when you look at the healthier ones like, um, gosh, I can't think. Purdue, there it is, Purdue. They'll have smaller, normal-sized chicken breasts, but they're about maybe seven or eight dollars. Why are we, you know, people? Are, oh man, I'm not gonna pay all that much for that organic, pasture-raised stuff like that because it's too expensive. You do know what happens when you kill an animal that has that's been injected with crap, right? That crap goes into its meat. The crap that's injected into them that makes their hormones go out of whack, that makes them grow abnormally, and a lot of them die prematurely and they still cut them up and sell it to you, goes into the meat. And what happens when the consumer cooks said meat and eats it? The hormones don't go away in the cook, in in, in the fry grease. They don't go away in the oven. No, they're still in the meat. And guess what? You ingest it. And you ingest those hormones and you ingest those antibiotics that were meant for the chicken and not meant for you, which is the main problem with a lot of America right now. We ingest a lot of genetically modified foods that are not meant for for human consumption. You know, it, it really, really tears apart and jacks up our body. So you have to look at eating as clean as possible. What do you mean when you say eating clean? The reason what I'm saying by eating clean is reading the labels. It's past just reading the labels on certain parts of things, but it's reading the labels on even the meats that you buy. A lot of them will say, oh, no hormones. None of this, you know, grab You have to read it because they're they're there to mislead you. They'll put pictures of open fields on their packaging and their GMO foods. You know, if a chicken thigh is bigger than your baby's head, there's a problem. Chickens ain't supposed to have thighs that goddamn big. You know, you got to take the time to review it. So what we're going to do before we go to the next segment, okay, we're going to take a quick break and a message from our sponsors and then we're going to jump right into this this is too important for you guys to miss all right hang tight all right y'all welcome back thank you for still tuning in thank y'all for still listening so reading the labels understanding what's going into me so let's let's break this thing down i know we I, i got away from the funny part because this is serious um, American consumers don't read labels. we just put what's, you know, what we see in front of us that looks good, it tastes good in front of us and we eat it, okay? So all things considered, when looking at the best meats to eat on the keto diet it's good to bear in mind, like I said, that the natural unprocessed sources are what you want all cuts of beef, roast beef, ribs, steaks, hamburgers, and kebabs, as long as they are grass-fed, okay? y'all hear me grass-fed is the way to go now eating quality meat sourced locally and eth- and raised ethically can be a little bit more expensive that is true purdue chicken is a tad bit more expensive but nonetheless it's it's essential to remember that you don't need to eat large quantities of meat on the keto diet six to eight ounces y'all that's not a lot of meat six to eight ounces that goes a long way if you do a pot roast with some cut up onions some cabbage you know bone broth seasoned it up very well the broth itself is going to be good for you keeping your body cleaned out the cabbage is your is your source of vegetables and then you also have um the uh the pot roast the meat the fat is in the, the the good fat is in the bone broth and that comes from the meat. And a pot roast can last you a week off that same old pot roast. You're not eating a whole bunch of heavy meat. You remember, y'all, y'all are not eating to get full. You're eating to satisfy your hunger. Two different concepts. If you eat to satisfy your hunger, that means that you're only going to eat again when you're hungry. Not eating on a schedule. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. No, nope, no. Nope no no you're not doing that so when you're you know when you understand that yeah you're spending a little bit more but you're not eating nearly nowhere near as much on the keto diet you can budget better your budget can be juggled to include quality sources and then you can research local sources and visit the farms that sell directly to the public now in Tyler Texas um I live in East Texas. Tyler, to be specific, if you're wondering where Tyler is, it's halfway between Dallas and Shreveport. That's the best way that I can say it. So there are meat markets, farmers markets that come out that they sell meats straight from the butcher shop, straight from, you know, their source of, of meat, slaughter, and you can buy it straight from there best way to do it right there a little bit you'll pay a little bit more but the, the quality of the meat that you're getting is great and you, you're going to be surprised at how eating superior quality meats may not may not always mean spending a lot more money when you get the middleman it helps the farmer and it helps your health because the quality of meat i'm serious oh my gosh it tastes so much better I've had like the big old round packets and I'm not going to sit here act like I'm perfect. We're going to get to me close to the end of this episode because I got a confession I got to make because my co-workers listen to this podcast too. <laughs> but um, I've eaten the big old tubes of ground meat. Now, is this the best type of ground meat that you can get? No, it is not. But this is what you you know when you're on a budget and you have a family to feed you have to get what you can afford so that we one you can make meal stretch everybody can eat it's not the best quality but it's it, it helps keep us where we need to be but i have had grass-fed beef and made little burger patties and i've even made keto taco bowls with it what a keto taco bowl is real quick shredded lettuce okay grated cheese you put your ground meat which is which I season personally salt Himalayan pink salt ground pepper freshly ground pepper um, garlic powder onion powder, cumin uh, smoked paprika cayenne pepper and red pepper flakes make it all happy homemade taco sauce okay works good every time and I put that meat on top of the cheese and and the in the uh, shredded lettuce or crunchy water as name drops off of YouTube says. And then I'll top it with salsa and sour cream and a little bit more cheese. Keto Taco Bell. There you go. Boom. Write that down. Put that in your hard drive. It's tasty. You should try it. But that grass fed beef tasted leagues upon leagues upon leagues better. I felt better now. Once I eat that tube meat that comes in those huge, big old things with five pounds of ground meat, that ground meat, you you can feel heavy after eating it. Even eating healthy on keto, you can feel heavy eating it. But one thing, when I eat that grass-fed beef, it it tastes better. It holds flavor a whole lot better, and it's just oh man, it's so good. Okay, so let me just not talk about it, okay. Let's get into some, let's get into some resource about it. Okay. So there's a website. It is H S C T S T O P S M S. So breaking down the letters is H Helo, S as in Sierra, C as in Charlie, T as in Tango, S as in Sierra, T as in Tango, O as in Oscar, P as in Pop- Paul or Papa, S as in Sierra, M as in Mike, sscr.com okay for those who know phonetic length the phonetic alphabet in the military just run with it alright and I'll post the link also on the Facebook page why in, let's go into the why is grass fed meat on the keto diet alright so per this website quoting there are many reasons as you'll discover alright is much leaner For one, than conventional counterpart. Fat is not the problem on a keto diet, but toxins consumed by the animals tend to accumulate in the fat of the animal. In an animal raised on hormones and antibiotics, this is an issue for obvious reasons. Just like I said earlier, it means that when you eat their fat, you consume the toxins in the fat. Now, in grass-fed meat, there are higher levels of nutrients in it. So grass-fed meat is higher in vitamin E because of this, it will stand up to the assault of high-temperature cooking better than grain-fed meat. Okay? Cows eat grass, not grain or corn. When they eat grain or corn, they eat these things so that way they can bulk up the animal. That's not what they're meant to eat, folks. Same thing with chickens. Chickens don't eat corn. Chickens eat bugs. Bugs. Grain, grain and corn are meant to bulken the animal so that way they can make it grow and make it grow fast so it can be slaughtered for, for the consumer. But like I was saying, vitamin E helps the immune system function at its highest level and for that reason it's more important to select grass-fed meat when you're buying cuts in which you grill, fry, you know, like you do steaks or burgers. And a good way to identify nutritious beef and lamb is to observe the fat on the meat. If the if it if it's yellow and cream color is rich in carotenoids. All right, it's rich in carotenoids, and let's find out what carotenoids is. So that way, I'll say words that people don't know. Now, carotenoids absorb energy from single oxygen transforming it into triplet oxygen without changing their chemical structure. Therefore protect oil against high induced oxidation that's what caroteno noise. now generally speaking this is a good sign that the animal has eaten a grass-finished diet so you want the animal that has those in there so that way you know for a fact that the good diet helps helps you become good now fa- factory farm animals are not as healthy as grass-fed livestock. now but grass-fed meat contains higher levels of key nutrients than their grain-rear counterparts, as well as being rich in antioxidants that contain lots of vitamins, minerals including or calcium, magnesium, vitamins A and E. It also contains a beneficial fat named conjugated linoic acid, CLA. This has an improved immunity and anti-inflammatory benefit. The CLA levels in grass-fed meat are two to three times higher than it is in grain-fed meat. It's also thought to help protect against heart disease, diabetes, and even cancer. Stop the freaking presses. Stop. Halt. Pause. Rewind to the last two previous episodes, y'all. Rewind to the last two previous episodes. We talked about veggies, key vegetables that fought diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. Vegetables that did that. You hear me? Fats. The good fats. MCT oils. Avocado oils. The good stuff. That fight against diabetes. Heart disease. And guess what? Cancer. Grass-fed beef does the same thing, y'all. Why do you think the natural things that are healthier for you, fight these three things because the unhealthy things in the world, these restaurants, all contribute to these three main things, heart disease, diabetes, and freaking cancer. Having the ketogenic diet Is a huge health advantage has the ability to limit or prevent inflammation within the body and it helps people with autoimmune diseases because this is paramount of importance keto diet is even help is good for for MS and other autoimmune diseases as well as cancer I've said this before, y'all. I'm not saying it's for my health. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying it's for my health. I'm saying it's for your health. The number, the biggest things, you know, these diseases, cancer, heart disease, diabetes, are the biggest killers of the American population. But you can't just single them out by yourself. Let's go ahead and say it for what it is. The American diet. What Americans eat that cause these things are the biggest killers in the country. The American diet, y'all. Biggest killers in the country. In the world. We're the fattest country. In the entire world. The heaviest country. In the entire world. And we're supposed to be proud of that? Now, I say that to say this. I'm not body shaming you. If your body structure has you as a bigger, broader individual, then okay. As long as you are healthy by putting the right things in your body, giving you, giving yourself the, the better, the best health benefit that you can, you are doing it right. Our country is the heaviest, most sickest, most medically, excuse me, medication dependent country in the world all because of consumerism now I gotta turn the channel a little bit to the black people hey y'all hey auntie hey cousins hey fam not just my actual family but black folks uh i gotta talk bad about you for a second we are the worst with our diets sorry guy i gotta do it i gotta do it i'm sorry i had to go no i'm not sorry i had to go here i'm gonna go here since slavery we were given the worst things to consume slave masters gave us the parts of the pig that were bad the juice from the greens and all this other stuff like that. And we took it during those horrible times and survived. They've now turned those horrible foods into what is called soul food or comfort food. And we wonder why everybody who we know got somebody in their family with diabetes. Everybody does. Everybody. Not everybody. Everybody. Everybody, being the EMT, being out there in the field, ninety-five percent, ninety-five. And this is my own statistics. This is not anything that I pulled out there. This is me actually going out there and picking up folks in the field. Ninety-five of those people, ninety-five percent of the people that we picked up had high high blood pressure, diabetes, hypertension, high cholesterol, weighted weight over three hundred pounds. Heavy folk. Every now and then we come across somebody who'd be in shape. Most of the time they were heavy. Because of what we eat. We eat horribly. Why do we eat horribly? Because every national holiday is surrounded by food. Fourth of July, cookout. Christmas, cookout. Eating sweets, cookies. Thanksgiving, unnecessarily huge proportions of food. Veterans day cookout, Memorial day cookout. I'm like, That's not a holiday to just cookout. That's Memorial day. That's to celebrate those who have paid the ultimate sacrifice and mm-hmm. sacrifice their lives in the names of the, uh, and, and for the betterment of our country. Salute uh, to all the veterans. Uh, and the United States Armed Forces. Nobody cares about the Space Force; they're not even real. The Coast Guard is more real than the Space Force, and that's saying a lot, okay? Nobody. We all talk. Every branch talks about the Coast Guard, but the Coast Guard is more legit than the Space Force, okay? That lets you know that y'all y'all are horrible. You know, I'm a huge proportionate fan and product of the United States Air Force. I'm just gonna break a little bit. I love the Air Force. Wish I could go back to it, but I'm not going to. But like I was saying, redirect. Everything's focused around food, birthdays, huge gatherings of food. You know, hey, somebody graduated from college. Let's go pig out. Let's go eat horribly. And I'm not going to sit up here and bash everybody for making bad decisions because I've done it myself. And I'm going to talk about myself. Like I said in an earlier episode, I've been eating horribly. I have. I am out of ketosis only because mainly because financially I didn't have the money to get what I needed and what I needed to get from my family or what we needed to have at home. So I got what I could afford. That's what happens We live on low income during the era of COVID. You don't necessarily just have the money to get what you need to be healthy. Sometimes you just have to get what you can afford and eat when you can. You know, it just is what it is. And I've been eating horribly and I've been eating horribly long enough. And my body has definitely shown signs that I'm definitely out of ketosis. And I'm gaining weight. My scrubs are fitting just a little bit tighter in in the chest area and definitely in the pants. And that can't happen. I work from wearing 4X t-shirts. In polos to a large shirt and I'm starting to stretch in my large shirt. No, no ma'am and no, sir I'm not I says the cat. I'm not about to go back and, and start getting big again. So uh, That that crap is stopping And and, and a part of it was self indulgence once I realized I was out I just kind of went for it, but that's that's on me So I'm being fully transparent with everybody your boy messed up it happens. Did I hate myself for it? Am I hating myself for it? Definitely, but I do. I know exactly what I do not want to do is go backwards. Yeah, so I'm fixing that, rectifying it, doing what I need to do. Me and my wife made that decision. when okay, okay, yeah, we can't do this. We we, we didn't lack up, and we we gotta we, we gotta fix it. So that's what we did. Started making pot roast, healthy keto wise getting more of our seed vegetables again, getting our meats ready so that way we can get ready to go back to meal prepping and getting the right stuff going again because now we got the right stuff that we need. And now we're going to make it last. A little bit better. So people, we got to do better. Black folks, we got to do better. Too many of us are dying from diabetes. It's enough to worry about COVID because COVID is is the silent monster. We, We have to treat everybody as if they have it. But hell, we know, we see people with diabetes, high blood pressure, and all these issues, these medical issues. They're all medicines. Now, I have to say this, and I'm going to get off my get off my high horse because I have to finish talking about the episode. How many doctors have you known to cure diabetes? Raise your hands if I can't see you, so you can raise your hand amongst yourself. How many doctors do you, do you know have cured diabetes? How many doctors do you know have cured cancer? There's only one doctor that comes to mind with me and that's Dr. Sebi, but he's a different area of, of talking. But how many doctors do you know have cured cancer? How many doctors do you know have cured heart disease? None. Zero. Zilch. Nada. They manage They tell patients here, we can manage your diabetes by injecting you with glucose, Emulog, cumulin, Insulin, Novolog. Your body has an imbalance with sugar, so let's inject more sugar into it to sit on top of that sugar. And what is the side effect of of having to do insulin shots? You gain weight, which is adding more to the fact that you're having heart trouble, that you're gonna have heart trouble and exacerbation of diabetes. Why do you think more people are at risk to COVID? Because they're already compromised. You know what the cure to diabetes is? Changing how you freaking eat. But no, I I can't get rid of bread. I I can't. You know, I can't give up bread. I can't give up cake. I I can't. I can't do this. I can't do this. I I can't. I can't yes you can you don't it's not saying that you can't you don't want to you don't want to now if somebody had a gun to your head and says don't pick up nothing else here sweet that has carb related stuff i bet you wouldn't touch it bet you wouldn't touch it Somebody had a gun to your head now i'm not condoning violence this is all allegory and imagery okay work with me here don't get so don't get so butthurt. hurt but somebody had a gun to your head and told you not to do it guess what you wouldn't do it because you wouldn't want to die guess what the proverbial gun is pointed to your head and it's in the it's in the form of diabetes and it's killing you slowly and you feel like you can manage it Because you don't want to change habits. You don't want to change the habits. I'm not trying to beat up on anybody. But people, we can't keep giving ourselves these excuses. I ate horribly. I ate out of ketosis. I am out of ketosis. That's my fault. I messed up. And there was honestly there were some parts of it to where I could have jumped back into it and got myself right, but I didn't. That's my own damn fault. And now my body is showing the results of my error. So I gotta correct it. To my co-workers who were probably listening to this, don't ask me to get no more food. Don't ask me to have have a rep by me, get me nothing else. I can't do it. I'm gonna go back to being silent and say no. I'll have my coffee. I'll have my water. Have to do it. You have to say no. You have to say no to something so that way, one, you can get your body right to where it needs to be. This section went on a little bit longer only because we're seeing the health benefits. There, the three main areas where the where being on keto can actually help you, and you gotta and, and. The results are there you just gotta you gotta take your time and you gotta see it you got to see it folks got to see it so talking about the grass-fed meat okay there are different groups that you can research that show you exactly how to find them okay grant the, there's called the the grass the american grass fed association they developed their own independent grass fed grass fed certification program than just dealing with the usda you know because you got to be careful with that you can identify you know loopholes in the law that the usda has you know they could buy from local farmers that trust vets they vet their practices you have to vet the practices yourself so you got to do the research okay and look out for certain logos when buying authentic grass-fed beef i'll send i'll put these links out there so that way you can see these for yourself you know and there are folks out there who are faking the font just so that way they can fool you you know make sure that when you're paying premium price for grass-fed meat that you're getting what you're paying for do not buy any do not by any means take it for granted that you are you know buying what you think that you're buying and don't okay now look folks over in the grocery session you'll see some of those chicken and some of those meats that are pre-seasoned don't buy that don't do it because a lot of those seasonings have sugar in it msg don't do that season your own stuff man take the time that you actually need to do it now when we get eggs we get pasture raised eggs I think it's. I think the brand is Vita Farms. Here, wait one, y'all. Let me go ahead and grab this thing real quick. Yep, Vita Farms. Those are the eggs. They're. Uh, pasture-raised, free-range chicken, you know, pasture-raised are out in the pasture, like normal animals, they eat bugs and the good things for them, and stuff like that, pasture-raised eggs, y'all, they're brown, they cost about $5 for a dozen, now, yeah, people, oh my gosh, somebody clutched their chest, $5 for a dozen of eggs, but they're good eggs, and like I said, with protein, you're not going to be eating a whole bunch of them, Six to eight ounces, y'all. It's probably about two eggs. Not too bad. Two or three eggs. That's not too bad. But the quality of the egg tastes so much better. But eggs taste like eggs. No, the hell they don't. Eggs, good eggs and good meats taste a whole lot better. Whole, whole, whole lot better. When you buy sausages, you know, from the store, read the labels. A lot of them are, you know, Um, cultured with uh, sugars brown sugar especially in bacon don't get a look look folks don't buy no don't don't buy no bag turkey bacon turkey bacon has so much sugar in it read the labels y'all it ain't healthy for you has so much sugar in it it's not good for you now for those who have religious preferences <clears throat> and do not like to partake of swine, you know, or pig because of the religious beliefs. By all means, don't eat pig, don't eat pork, you can eat fish, it has great source of protein. You just gotta supplement your fat fat intake. You can do beef, supplement your fat intake. Okay? You can do lamb, veal, horse, pick something, bison, alligator supplement but also make sure you supplement your fats but when you get sausages read your labels you know same thing with your bacon you can get uncured bacon that's not that doesn't have nitrates or sugars in it and they're really really good bacon Walmart has a brand it's in like a brown uh, label I can't think of the name it's in a brown label or brown packaging and it's really flipping good bacon really really good bacon same thing for uh, sausages nice it's it's kinda hard to find the uncured sausages but they're out there they are out there and you can just check with some of the other ones that don't that are very very low in additional sugars or whatever that aren't so bad Hmm. excuse me but they're still good for you cuz you're not eating a whole bunch just enough but also check out your grass-fed areas. Now you can find grass-fed meat at Sam's, Natural Grocers, uh, Drug Emporium, Sprout got a nice set of them. Natural Grocers has a amazing arrangement of grass-fed beef section and grass-fed stuff and organic meats. So definitely check those out. But you can find grass-fed beef at Walmart and Sam's or maybe a Kroger or Costco, wherever you are. Just go out there and take a look. Read the labels, y'all. Read the labels. Can't stress that enough. The health benefits are there. They're there for you. The keto, the ketogenic process is there. Take the time. Build yourself. Build your body up for the better. I am a first responder. You guys, I am dubbing you all who are continuing to follow us. Follow me throughout this process are my keto first responders. Why do I call you? Keto first responders, because one, you are responding to the emergency of your own health. Your body is in turmoil. You want to make that change, so you are responding to the emergency to the call, writing P1, to your body's aid, so that way one, you can render aid to your own body and help save yourself. And in the process, you can see somebody else that that's trying to find the way, and you can help them along the way too. So be my first responders, man. I'm calling out to you. I'm putting the call out it's an emergency I need y'all to show up now during the ketogenic process being a first responder I don't ride solo to no scene I have a partner in the truck I had a partner my his name I've had multiple partners uh, Kirsten Watkins Jules um, Michael Brooks David Kelly Heather Oh my God, Heather! You're gonna be so mad at me. I forgot your last name, but Heather, uh, Greg Rosell, Michael Dorsey, you know Hunter. uh, Man, I've had a a wide variety of partners. uh, Being being an EMT, I I have to name my frat brother Bradley Hammett, even though we didn't get a chance to work together. But he, you know, he would, you know, he's he's a good partner, you know a mentor as far as being a first responder. Even my boy uh Eric McKnight were church uh, members together. My daughters were born the same day. He's a good, good friend, very, very well respected uh brother of mine. You know. Yeah, you, know, you gotta have that part you know, I have my partners out there that have my back. We supported each other, we watch out for each other and everything. And that's what you gotta have in the ketogenic process. You gotta have an accountability buddy. You know, James Scott is one of them guys, uh, James Dixon, uh, my brother's from Squares at a Table. You know, you got to have your accountability buddies that are there to tell you uh, that ain't keto or ask you, is it keto, though? And I'd be like, yes, it is. Just like I said at the beginning with my little freestyle. So have your accountability buddy. That's your partner. My partner is my wife. She knows what I eat. I know what she eats when she's slacking i'm like uh uh-uh, nope can't do it when i'm slacking she's like oh she's been waiting on those moments when i'm slacking so she could definitely tell me that i'm all that i'm off and i need to get right but that's what we do we help each other through this process we help each other get right so that way we can continue to grow together and not let our health go to crap so have that accountability buddy have your partner, your first responder, your fellow first responder partner that's there to help you attend to this emergency with your own health and their health. Help each other through the process. Talk to each other about it. Share recipes. Share tips that you found out to help each other. You know, do that. Oh, I'm about to mess up. I'm sorry. I forgot one of the, one of the best partners, and I have to say it. Raven Velasquez. Raven, I'm so sorry. If if Raven would have hurt if Raven hears this, and I hope Raven hears this, please don't hurt me. I I, I sectioned you off from everybody else, but Raven, one of my best, one of my best partners, right there. Um. But yeah. Um. Support each other. Support each other through this process. The health benefits are there. Diabetic folks, diabetic listeners. Let's not give give each other excuses on what you don't want to give up because of the taste. When your health is so much better. The gun is there. Don't let it kill you. Yeah, I have family members. I got friends. I love all of y'all. I love my family. I love my friends. I want my family and friends to be healthy. I want them to to, to live long, joyful, beautiful lives, enjoy families, enjoy happiness without having to worry about injecting themselves and taking all these meds. You know, our bodies are going to wear down naturally. They're going to deteriorate naturally. From the second that you're born, you're, you're already starting to die. I'd rather not see you die sooner than what the Creator has set for you when you can change it now. When you can change it now, not work on it, not start to do this and do a little bit of this and that. No, change it. Go cold turkey. You don't wean yourself into keto. You do keto. That's it. I'm not weaning myself back into the process. I'm going back in there. I'm going to have to get this keto flu crap. I just thought about that. I'm going to have to hit this keto flu again and get my body right. And I'm going to have to pee like a racehorse for a good couple of days before my body purges all the other sugary crap that I've had out of my body. And I gotta get my body right. Cause I know that's what I have to do. So I've talked for quite a long time, going on an hour closer now. So thank you all for bearing with me through this whole process. We went through three parts, y'all. We went through all three parts of my first series on building your plate Give me some feedback, y'all. I I know I ask for it a lot and I truly, truly want to hear it. Send me emails, keto911podcast at gmail, right? keto911podcast at gmail.com. Send me emails. Oops. Don't break your mic. I know that was loud. So sorry. Send me emails to keto911podcast. Go to the Facebook page. Send me messages. Let me know what you think. Give me feedback. Ideas for episodes talking points discussions. Hey, if you want to be on an episode Let your boy know I have no problem adding you to the discussion I would love to add you to the discussion so that way one we can talk Have a discussion if you have a counterpoint that you want to do You know we definitely do it now. I'm, I'm hesitant to do this part. I'm really really hesitant to do this part But I really want to get a doctor Probably not in, yeah, you know what, let's do this. I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to try to start, start scouring the world. Or better yet, the people who I know at work, who are doctors, to see if I can get a doctor to talk about keto on an episode. Because a lot of times y'all can listen to me, but a lot of even more times it's great to have a professional medical opinion. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. That's going to be my project for coming up soon. I don't know when, but that's my project to see if I can get a, a physician. If not a nutritionist, uh, internal medicine, somebody that deals with family practices, health. So that way we can have this discussion. I really This, this is what needs to happen. A lot, of, a lot of times when it comes to keto, you don't hear a lot of doctors talk about it. I want to get a doctor on the episode. If you're really in for that, send your boy a message. I'm gonna put out a poll. That's what I'll do. I'll put out a poll. Who topics we're gonna go over topics. Who wants what? What people want to see on the next couple episodes. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go from there. I like this concept. Thank y'all again. Thank y'all again. I get to a point where I'm rambling. rambling. I'm excited and I'm sleepy. <laughs> but thank you all again for rocking with your boy the long way. It truly means a lot. I was. So happy to see so many people listening in on this last episode. I hope more people listen in. Share this. Share this with your friends. Have them tune in. Share it with your friends. Rate my stuff. Let me know how I'm doing. If you don't like it, let me know how I'm doing. I'm open to constructive criticism. Don't be a dick, though, because I'll cuss you out. No, no, I'm serious. I will. But rate me on how I'm doing. Constructive criticism. I can't get better and give you better content if I don't know what you want to hear. And we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. So again, this is your boy Daniel Sells with the Keto 911 Podcast. Thank you. And always remember, (laughs) is it keto? (laughs) Yes, it is. Peace.